On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. 2018 will be the best year ever hands down i second that emotion that's what i'm talking about that is robert halbert you're hearing matt's on the mic running it hot matt is a yeah, yeah, yeah. magician over here. matt because he <laughs> uh, you know zach is our you know vacationed out on us and and so matt's over here running the the video the sound the everything i mean right so if any of that doesn't sound quite right it's because my mind's in a million different places right now it's like flying a space shuttle over here you know my dad used to say about excuses what's that they're like buttholes everybody's got one and <laughs> they all stink some are just bigger than i call it, i call it reason I call, <laughs> I call it reason. yeah that's that kind of what they call that realist way of looking that i hate the word realist you know you hate the word realist yeah i do i'm pretty well a realist i'm more of a i would say more of a just gonna be brutally honest with you yeah. Maybe not realist, but I'm, I'm an internal optimist. Like, my wife is like, you're always overshooter. And like, it's like I was like, oh man, we're gonna buy this piece of land and build this house. It's gonna be great. And it's probably, oh you, oh, I'll yeah. do it real fast. And then it's been three years, and we are just now about to break ground. Are you breaking ground? Yeah, well, hopefully. Congratulations. Yeah, Amy gets on to me all the time because I'm always, oh, it'll you be know, great. I, let's do you it. Know, you know, you got these people. Oh look, they're doing so good. I they'll screw it up. <laughs> it, yeah. it, is she is she the opposite or does she kind of is she an optimist like you? She's kind of, she is, uh, she's a journalist, so she still questions most everything. More right, so. yeah. I'm really quick to just be like, let's just, yeah, it's going to be great. It's gonna, so so I, don't, I don't question or investigate, but I just, ow, oh, I'm going to do it. Let's go. Yeah. She See, questions I, I, do, I do the same thing at home. I'm, I'm very much an optimist. I'm very much of, of, if something bad happens, I always have this feeling that it's going to work out. And I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. Uh, I've just, I've probably just been, you know, I've been blessed for, uh, uh my my life and not really hit any terrible hard times but i always have that feeling inside of me that things are going to work out and my wife's not the same way so we're constantly kind of going back and forth over issues where it's like i trust me i feel good about this one and sometimes i'm wrong sometimes it's not oh, it's yeah. not great but i prefer to be that way i just figure i just figure i always figure it out somehow i'll figure right. something out won't be in the world i had I, I laughed about this first headline because we kind of both were were kind of on both ends of the spectrum that that and and i and I, I see yours i could probably be on the other side of the spectrum as well but it's uh headline was ucla quarterback josh rosen doesn't want to be a high pick on the wrong team so this guy is the quarterback for ucla bruins and and he is projected to be you know if not the number one pick in the top in the top of the draft so if you're usually on top of the draft it's usually really a bad team that you're getting drafted to because they have a, a a low pick sometimes it's not but basically the Cleveland Browns have been noted as being the quarterback killer of all NFL teams. Like, they haven't had a successful season in so long, it's unreal. And they haven't had a successful quarterback. They've had high draft pick, number one draft pick, have number one draft pick, and quarterbacks don't work out. 
So he's basically saying he don't want to play for the Cleveland Browns. Now, we've seen this before. Eli Manning did not want to go to the Chargers, told him he didn't want to go. The Chargers drafted him. They changed. They traded that to the Giants. That worked out. John Elway did not want to go to the Baltimore Colts and told them that. They drafted him, and he said, I'm going to sit out until they traded him to the Denver Broncos. That worked out for him. So this isn't the first time. Sure. This isn't just a modern era, like, you know, entitled young kid thing. This has been before, but... Overall, this guy's set up to make millions, and he's saying, I want to go where I want to go. What, what, what's your thoughts around that? I mean, <clears throat> look, if, if, if I am in, in this example, the Cleveland Browns, and this is what this kid said, if I was another team, I don't know that I would want to pick this kid up. I wanna, I, if, if you're in that position, I think I want the guy that's going to walk in, guns ablazing, ignorance on fire. By the way, Heath has a book titled that. Y'all should yeah, go yeah. by it. Um, <laughs> You know that thinks he can that that that, that has the confidence and 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 also humble enough to realize it's going to take a lot of work. They can come in and, and change that. Okay, change but, the whole but, system but, around. But let me let me poise this to you then. You've got a godson that is a phenomenal high school football player. He's probably he's going to be probably at a a D one school more than likely, right? At as some a, point, as yeah. a receiver, he'll more than likely be um, he'll more than likely have some op- opportunities with some D one colleges. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he, he's a good good. Good kid. Good athlete. Let's take scenario last. Patrick Mahomes. I bring him up because Patrick Mahomes is from East Texas, okay? I know his family and all that. So, um, he was drafted by the Chiefs. Andy Reid has been known as one of the best quarterback gurus known to man, right? Hmm? The Chiefs are a very solid team. They have a, a decent veteran quarterback, so probably a year or two that or, you know, sitting behind, and there's a strong young team nucleus, and Andy Reid is a really good, strong, established coach, right? Would you want your godson getting drafted by the Chiefs or by the Browns? I mean... Being, would you would you want, you know, knowing the Cleveland Browns deal versus Andy Andy Reid there in Chiefs? Do you have that choice, though? I don't know. Because, I mean, there's well, 11 teams from the time... Hey, look, that, John Elway and, right? and Eli I mean, Manning made their decisions, so, right? So what, right. what would you rather for your godson? I mean, I, to me, I think you, you, you play the hand you're dealt in that situation. You would um, rather him go – you would be okay with him going – if he you have the choice, you could wave your wand and he'd go the Chiefs or the Browns. Well, I mean, we, but in, in, in reality, we're not waving a wand yeah, here. Well, no, yeah, says, he hey. is. Absolutely he is. He's saying, I'm letting you know, I don't want to come play for you. Right. And Somebody else will me. draft him. Would you agree? Sure. So, so point, if, yeah. you, if you were sitting there and you got son, you're going, look, Browns, don't – it's a losing organization. Everything about it is bad. I want him to go with the Chiefs. That's not. I mean, that, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't. I don't. I Do just you think don't, this harms his his chances? No, I mean not at exactly. all. Exactly. He's not still going to get drafted I mean, high. He's going to get correct? drafted high. Okay. I mean, the bottom line is, is what I'm trying to get at with this though is, I if you are the Browns, hence if this is the best the best player on the board, this is the one you want. I wouldn't draft him. I want. You've got to. They need. You know. It's just like going into a like what we do. If you go into a, an area or an office or a territory that's 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 torn to, to hell, that may not be the best place for certain people. But then there's that other guy that could go in there and you say, man, that's impossible to turn around. But, you know, that goes into it with that mindset of I'm going to turn this thing around and make it work. I think that, that that's well, the guy that I'm But see, I, that's that what I think for. is key is it's all about the fit on both sides of the ball. Sure. Here's what I think a lot of people do. Tell me if you're wrong. They'll go in. In interviewing and stuff, and they'll they will sell themselves on a job that they know that maybe they don't want or don't like the people mm-hmm. or don't do that because they just they want something. Now, there's times of your life 
you got to make money, you need to make money, you get your time to fill in, okay? You got to find something that'll just get by to get by, okay? And do your hardest and work the best and be looking for your passion outside of that. And when you're really looking for that passion, you need to be looking for signs and things that that's a place you would want to be as well. Sure. And I, I'll tell you, like, when you talk about that, like, the, in this situation, the Browns are going to talk to this young man. Yes. He needs to put together 10 questions to ask them that are tough questions to ask them. Where do you see your organization in five years? Why is it the last 20 years you've been in the situation you've been in or the 10 years, whatever it is, you know, and really find out where they're at? I just – I disagree from a fact that, especially, you know, when you start talking from that position, you know, it's the quarterback. That's what you, you know, the quarterback is the guy. You don't hear him going, hey, we're going to go left tackle this team over here, you know, because yeah, the left tackle. But, yeah, but you, know, you can't, this is the same thing as the other. Like, listen, would you, right now, for instance, okay, Aflac is our biggest competitor. You, you, will you want to go work for Aflac? Don't, there's no need for me to go work for Aflac. I know, but let's just say it was out there. So it's like you choosing where you want to work. I You choose where you want to work. Sure. Why can't this young man choose where he wants to work? He can do whatever he wants to do. Don't you think it's more so? It's like the Browns. But you just, need to be better to where these people don't want to leave you. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I'm just my point on this completely is I'm not. I'm not. If I'm the Cleveland Browns, and don't get me wrong, they've got to fix their front office oh, no yeah. matter what. But if I'm the Cleveland, I don't want. To, I need. I you need a dog, man. You, you're <laughs> yeah. gonna have to have somebody that in their mind thinks they can come in and save the world. You know, because, your world, yeah, and your yeah, organization. Because at the end of the day. That guy's not re- he he's not he's not mentally prepared to go in there and do that. Is there somebody out there that could? Absolutely, absolutely. But I don't, you know. But and I think that's one of the biggest points here is is making finding those fits. Too many times in life, we will settle for both ways, which is um, we won't we won't look for the fit maybe personally or professionally. Um, but now understanding there are times and seasons in your life that you've got to do something to get by. And I'll give you, and sometimes that can turn into your fence. I'll give you a great example. My brother, um, he left his job when, when the oil field turned down. Obviously, you know, they laid off tons of people there. And he's like, I just need to make money right now. It was around Christmas time. So he just took a job driving for a rental truck place. He has his uh, CDL. That was not, he, he's been a logistics manager and all this. So going back to just driving a rental truck was a big step down for mm-hmm. him. But he also knew I need to provide for my family. So he did. What's he doing for him now? Guess what happened? That was at the company that was on the big time blow up, like wanting to expand. And within two years, they moved into the Metroplex. And now he's a general manager over one of the fastest growing stores in their organization. Exactly. On poise to be the next regional vice president, the whole nine yards. Here's what he did though my brother didn't take that job with a piss poor attitude right. that, oh, I'm driving this truck. I'm gonna be he the went in there. Working yep. MF for here. Yes. I'm going to show up and I'm going to show them all exactly. that I'm going to be more. And just so happened, you know, you can say, oh, he was lucky, right place, right time. No, he tried things. The harder and you work, the luckier atti- you get, his buddy. His attitude was right. Sure. If he'd had a piss poor attitude, like most people would have a piss poor attitude taking that in-between job or that thing they don't want to do, right? Right. But you know what? He was the right place, right time, and he had a great attitude. They saw that, and now... Right. He's he, he never thought that was it though. Right, and, and I, you know, go back to the, it's the mindset of, the, of this young man. I, yes. I, you just can't. If that guy's going, please, I'll turn that that place around. You would be surprised what could happen yep. at that place if he's going. Shit, I don't want no part of that. I but mean, don't you think that's what they've been doing wrong? They've been trying to fit people that aren't their fits right. for so sure, long. Sure, for sure. I mean, they they can go. They could go get Joe. Mon- the next coming to Joe Montana, and they're going to be terrible until they fix their front office. It's just like any other business. If the if the if the if the upper level is, is jacked up or something's wrong or something's not great, it's never going to get any better until they fix it. Make sure you're honest with your employees when you're hiring them to look for the right people. And as an employee, make sure you're asking the right questions. Right. Ask make questions. Sure I think a lot of them. people go into an interview and never ask a question. Yeah, yeah. we're going to see Joe Montana. 
Joe Montana. Name of Waterboy, that's funny. We're going to be <laughs> back in the second segment, the second shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Keith Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code Second Shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. This next topic, this has to be one of the most universally hated people across the world, but yet everybody's so entertainment and enamored by and I can't stand it. <laughs> I don't even, I mean, just get into it, man. Let's, let's, let's go, because we could talk about this for probably a, a pretty good bit. Headline. Leangelo and Lamelo Ball, everybody know that name Ball, have already been turned down by a European team in the most petty way. What were you saying, Matt? What, give us the synopsis of this. Uh, so basically, um, if, if you're not familiar with LeVar Ball, he's the very uh, outspoken. <laughs> he's got to be the most universally hated pe- person. I, I think so, yeah. He's I the think very, it's okay to say you don't like him. I, I think so, yeah. He's one of those people where, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's not controversial to say, I'm not cool with this guy. Yeah. Um, so he is the uh, father of a uh, basketball Alonzo player, Lonzo Ball. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's good? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, nobody, good? nobody questions how how good he is. But um, he has said some. Lavar Ball has said some things in the past, such as his son is better than Michael Jordan, and you know he's the whatever the second coming. Of, he's an uh, idiot. Of, of whomever, Let's and be has basically just made a lot of statements about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, but he's basically saying his two younger kids. Yeah, he's saying he, he didn't want them to go to college or anything. He wanted just go playing European leagues for a couple of years. <laughs> right. So he's got a couple of kids who are also you know pretty decent at basketball. He's pulled one of them out of high school, one of them out of college. Did he pull the one out of college or the one kind of that? No, no, he pulled them out. Yeah. No, no, because UCLA was going to suspend him. Uh, exactly. Right. Yeah. And so he, he got basically pissed said, exactly. and said he didn't want them being suspended. Listen to what you're him. saying. Listen to what you're yes, saying. Yes, I agree. So <laughs> it's basically like we're all playing. We're all sitting around playing marbles on the floor here, and then you get pissed off because you didn't like the way I shot your marbles and. So you left and picked everything up and left. Yeah. That's what happened. Yes. Right. What he should be doing is sticking his foot up his son's ass for going over yes. to China and stealing I agree. something. I agree. Bottom line. I agree. There's, there's, there's number one for you. But what was hilarious about this is that these overseas teams, one of them said, uh, what, we got a job open as a security guard? <laughs> right, yeah. Let me find the – it's a – I don't know exactly. It's one of the teams in the, in the European League, um, a Lithuanian team, and said uh, – What's the name of the team? Can you say that? <laughs> uh, let me give it. Let me give it a shot here. Leet Cabellus Panvezes. No, we'll find out what that is later. <laughs> I'm sure I probably said a, a, a terrible word or something like that in, in Lithuanian. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically they tweeted back at them saying, "Yeah, we've got openings at the security staff since they have an experience in this field." Thumbs up emoji. <laughs> you know that's shooting them at them for right. getting arrested. That's right. great. That's hilarious. 
Well, but yeah, I mean the team, the team, these these guys are probably pretty decent basketball players, and the team says but they're already tired of the circus. I'm not, I'm not going to even give you a look. We're we're shutting you down right now, and we're we're going to tweet something snarky about it because like it's a like, joke. Yeah, we don't we don't respect you at all. And the only reason they did that because it, they they understand it is universally okay to not like Levar Ball. Right. Like that, that's how bad he's pushed everybody. Is that, I mean. Listen, we got tons of snowflakes in this world. Everybody gets pissed off about everything in the world. So, like, for everybody to not be pissed off whenever you talk bad about LeVar Ball, you've done something bad. Right. It's not going to hurt them one bit to, to, yeah. to send out this tweet that would otherwise probably be like, and why are you guys being so mean to a couple of kids? Nobody's going to care because LeVar Ball is such a, an it's, awful dude. It's a yeah. – I mean, if you the whole let's you know back out of it and look at it from UCLA suspended him, which should have happened. Absolutely, if it would have been anybody else, they would have kicked him off the team forever. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't even been a question. the The thing is, is like look at it from a parental side of things. Okay, my kids can do no wrong, even though they did wrong. Number one, mm -hmm. number two, you're stepping in the middle of everything for them. I mean, I feel sorry for when these guys get married. What, what, you know? No oh, God, is, dad, is he going to come over and tell them how to? If any woman marries any of them, they're crazy. I mean, that's what they get. Like that's a that's a that's a crazy parent crazy mama whatever you want to call it to the fullest in my opinion yeah. and, and and i mean if you're going to be that way be honest with you, you know yeah. do it the right way as far as making sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and handling their business the right way there's no way that so i it's I, embarrassing I, to think I umpired little league baseball when i was 16 i did oh, for okay. about two days and then your uh uncle uh cliff tore my ass up out there and i quit <laughs> <laughs> so 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 i was little league baseball umpire um and then i, I was a little dribblers um deal and I realized and learned real quick that parents were horrible. Like yeah. you're talking about like like fourth graders, and they're just it's like brutal, bloody murder. And you know, I, I just I, I look at it and go, you can't be as a parent, you can't be involved in every aspect. Your kid has to fall on their own butt. You can't guide every direction for them. I mean, this guy's still trying to guide him for his son that's 21 years well, old. What's really sad though, too, is when you look at it from from just Literally, there's parents out there that think their kids are next coming to Babe Ruth and yes. they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. Yeah. <laughs> and they're sitting up there, you know, and it's like, why are you – I get if your kid loves it, let him play. If he's if he's out here because you're making him be out here, what do you do? I mean, it's just – like I want my Parents I, have a hard time being honest about what their kids are and what they can do. I want my daughter to be a NASCAR driver really bad. Okay? But I'm going to put her in some cars early. You put in some cars. Did Jenny know that? Yeah, she hadn't quite <laughs> been on board with that yet. I'm still working. I'm still so. No, she didn't know just how serious you I'm are about yeah, this. I'm I want to be there selling. when she finally agrees <laughs> yeah. to it, just to see. What but she here's the thing: like. if my daughter gets in it and she wants nothing to do with it, well, why are you doing? I'm it? done. But yeah. don't you? I go back to this. Don't you think that the parents that are trying to control every aspect of their kid's life is because they don't have their spouses first in their relationship? That and they don't have their spouse first in their relationship, so they have got way too much. And the only thing they got in their life is wrapped up mm. with their kids. That is bad for the kid, and that is bad for your marriage. I firmly believe, like, my wife is my number one. I love my daughter, but she's number two to my wife, okay? Sure. That's my first and foremost relationship. Because if the relationship between my wife and I are not good, I'm setting my daughter up for a very bad life. Right. Well, I, I look at this, too. You were talking about uh, my godson earlier. Yep. Um, you know, last year in January, we started kind of getting some different calls, different things going on. And the, the, the general census was, is, as a wide receiver, he wasn't fast enough. And, you know, it, you know, you got parents and other people. Oh, he's great. He's great. He's great. And I go, well, mm -hmm. if that's what's being said, we got to go get better. Mm -hmm. You know, not we're going to run, him, we're not gonna run him down the street. Right. But if he didn't want to get better, right. 
you can't do anything about it. You no, 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 no. Yes. No, he, I think sometimes he wishes he wouldn't have told me that because yeah. I stay I stay on his rear end about mm-hmm. it. Um, and, and the thing is, is a lot of times we kid ourselves with our children think, oh, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And it's because it's your kid. Just be honest. And really look and go, okay. And a lot of times they may not even like what you have them doing anyways. I mean, Ava will look at you and go, hey, do you have to sweat to do that? Yeah. yeah I ain't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> And then most but parents go, we're signing you up anyways. You, you know? can no, we're not doing that. You can encourage your kids and do all those things, but you also got to let them you gotta help them coach them from the sidelines with it all. So, you know, if, if you don't like the way that the, the coach is 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 handling uh, the kids, right? You need to have a conversation with your kid on how to handle that situation because in real life, when they're older and you're not there to be able to watch everything. They're going to have bosses they don't get along with. They're, They're going to have peers quit. they don't like and they don't yeah. get along with. You can't be there to go step in and save that relationship. You need right. to teach them. This is a perfect teaching moment of how they can make the best out of that situation. Like, like, don't you want to be? Don't you want to make it to where when they go out to the real world that you've already let them hit their head and do all sure. those types of things? Oh yeah, because if they don't, they're going to be like Brighton started. Actually, these last five days, she's already pulling herself up and standing up now. It's nuts. It just like she's crawling everywhere. She's not even seven months crawling everywhere. Watch out now. Picking herself up and all that. She got a bruise on her head because she fell. I'm telling you, I wanted to get over there and stop that head from hitting so fast. It's unreal, but I couldn't. And she's got to learn that though. I'm right. realizing that, like, like she's got to learn. She's got to fall, get back. And she was crying because she didn't want to go up that second stair. And Daddy just wanted to pick her up and say it's okay, baby. But I didn't. I held back. And she had the resilience and, and crawled up the next stair. Sure. She, that's that's exactly a right. little bitty example of grit that don't step in and fix the situation for your kid. And don't try to guide your kid's life for what right. you want. Right. Let them be who they are. Let and see, so you have person. a little more experience because you have some older ones. So, like, you've, you've been through that a little bit more than me. But when I'm just got to, you know, I'm right. just I mean, I'm I've talking about a, crawling up a step. I've got a football player. i got a band nerd. i got an artist. And then yep. i got a shopper. I mean, they're all different. They all. The you shopper's going to get you. Oh, I know. <laughs> you got one of those coming. I'm no, just I telling know. you. Yeah. And the shopper's got a mouth. She's she's highly opinionated. But at the end of the day, I want them to be their self at the same yeah. time. But inside the realm of the right thing, not, oh, my kid got in trouble, so we're going to move overseas or we're going to move to another school. I mean, right. You know, I, can't keep running from yeah, stuff. I mean, real, you, the real world is going to catch them. I mean, going to catch them. And, 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 and I think you'd say if you're if you're Levar Ball, it's 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 okay. Like I think you'd say it's okay to believe in your kids. It's okay to sure. believe your kids are the best basketball yes, players in the 100%. world. If you want to believe that, it's okay to 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 think that and encourage them. But you got to let them go out there and prove it on their own and either succeed or fail on their own. You can't you can't force everyone. To believe the same way you do, right. and he's making his ki- he's making his kids' life right. well, rougher. Right. What yeah. happens? What happens a year, two years from now, when that that first one doesn't get doesn't get drafted? Yeah. The, the bottom line is he wants to go play in the NBA, right? Yeah. So what's going to happen? What's daddy? They, they don't do? know what Felling's like because Daddy right. ain't let him. Right. He can't control that. Yep. Yep. No. I, you're right. You're right. Let them fall. Get a couple bumps on their head. Little bruises on the legs. They'll be all right. They'll get back up. You know, yeah, as as Keyshawn Johnson used to say on uh, on Fox or the, the the Sunday Ticket or whatever the hell he was on. Come on, man! That's yep. crap, man. Uh, we're gonna be right back for a third segment of Second Shot. What do you? Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. 
Hear ye, hear ye. Great news for all of you guys. Colonial Life is hiring some salespeople from all over the country. No matter where you are in the United States of America, if you're looking for a sales career, if you want to just learn more about what Colonial Life does, send an email to mbeltran at colonialife.com. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at colonialife.com. We'll get you set up with the right people you need to talk to and see if maybe if you're going to win that job. If you're in the Metroplex area, great. If you're in St. Louis, great. We're going to have office there for you. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at ColonialLife.com and change your career today. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. See, I love the third segment because this is the time that we get to take our listener emails and things of that nature and kind of go through them. And just a reminder, as everybody knows, secondshotcast at gmail.com. Send anything. Um, a headline example you think you would like us to run or just a story or, you know, we don't care. Just send them all. We, we love to bring them up and, and recognize you on the air and, and kind of go through some of the things you have. Yeah, this, is, this one you got today is actually pretty cool. Man. Well, and here's the cool thing about this. This one's got a little history. So... Um, Jeff Rulu um, and his son. Um, um, Did you uh, say that right, by the way? Look because at the yes. bottom of it. Rulo. <laughs> okay. Rulo. Rulo. You said it wrong. I know. I know. Well, I, I you can now write the first. I was going to say I this later. Speak. But I can't confirm that Zach is smarter than Heath. Well, I can. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to say that before you even screw that up. So, so I just said it. Yeah. I, mean, it up yeah. I was going to do that later. I, I, mean, I don't think anybody's ever confused me for somebody that can pronounce things correct oh yeah that's great right that's never been that's no never, no that's i think if there's one thing that's consistent I can on this make show up shit. is that yeah i'm good yeah. at making up words. right exactly yeah and making everybody else think that that's the normal way of doing it <laughs> right you're good yeah so uh it, it, his son david wrote it okay yeah david rulo um see i said it right um uh, what happened he's a younger kid 14 years old he wrote in uh had to write a topic on can revenge be morally justified and he was asking, you know, what we thought about that, right? Um, and, and so we brought it up on the air and um, really kind of talked about it. And so his, um, his dad had sent in afterwards a, basically kind of a, you know, thank, thank y'all, you know. He goes, I was shocked. I didn't know. Um, and what was it you said on here? He's basically addressing the question about the moral justification that his son David had. Um, uh, he was stunned whenever he was listening, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait, I know that name. Oh, wow. He didn't even know anything about it. Um, so his dad just on road trips and stuff chooses to listen to positive inspirational stuff like our podcast is one of I'm sure his is obviously one of the um, different podcasts he chooses to listen to, which I think is key that he's listening to good stuff for his kid um, instead of you know saying what you got to do just that's what's feeding in his ear. Sure. And so his son just took it upon himself to email us and ask us that he had no idea and uh, you know he, he had a lot of pride whenever you know he realized his son changed his mind already that morally you can't morally justify the revenge. But what was it you said in here that you well, thought was, yeah, it says, you know, kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the episode is, and in typical teen fashion, he didn't ask mom or dad for an opinion. He reached out to you. But the best part about that, that I see on here is when he said, which is fine by me. So he kind of let his son kind of, you know, make his own decision and wasn't offended by it or, you know, didn't have LeVar ball, yeah, he you wasn't know, mad about it. What you right. know, he's like, you know what? No, Let it's typical teen. A teen right. is not a teen, they're, a, a right. teen. All teens think their mom and dad are are not as smart as them. But again, uh, but what I I think about is is this father's made a decision though, that he doesn't listen to. This bad stuff in his car. His dad obviously listens to, positive, motivational things that he. So what's going in his kids' ears every time he gets a chance to do it, 
is something going to help his son versus sure. the latter that a lot of parents will do is feed their stuff with a, a whole bunch of other crap. And I, I thought that was very cool. And, and like you said, instead of being like, why don't you reach out to me? Why would you, you know, look, I'm glad he did that, you know? Hey, David, I'd like to know what you uh, got, what your grade was on your paper. Maybe you could shoot us a copy of it. We could read it or something. David, man. yeah, that cool. would be good. That would, I'd like to shoot yeah, what you Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and the teacher didn't give you an aid, then just let us know. Maybe it's all right. If it's, if it's like an English class, they can give you whatever they want because there's really no bad thing that you can say. I thought there was no wrong answer in English, but I've learned that the hard way. Well, somebody was asking me the other day, oh, you want to learn Spanish? I go, I didn't even learn English yet. Right. Hell, I ain't trying to pick up a, some other kind of language where I can't even use our own words properly. Well, wow. not to pat ourselves on the back, but how does that make you feel to know that like this is a this is a family thing for this family? It's, driving around, listening to it together, they talk about the... Things that you talk about on here, they share the ideas. I mean, that's that's a pretty cool place well, to be. But in. that's the whole point of this. That was the whole point of this whole yeah. podcast was to be able to try to, you know, it's like trying to shed the light on the things that that a lot of people aren't saying anymore. You know, like it is to be a cool dad, to be to to be good to your wife is a, should be a good thing, and to spread the messages that, um, you know that that people want their kids to have. It was like writing my book, Ignorance on Fire. You know, one of the biggest things I wanted behind that book was I was I'm hoping I was hoping that could be a staple that. Uh, parents or grandparents would be giving kids and grandkids for high school and college graduations to set them on their life of some strong values to follow down their life, you know, and, you know, and understand, you know, I don't make money on this podcast. This podcast costs me money. So I'm not doing it for money. You know what I mean? This is purely for giving back. Uh, I've been blessed and I've been blessed to have good people around me. I've been blessed to have some fortune that I want to be able to try to give back and see if I can. And I love to see that dads sharing it with their sons, and, and vice versa, that that I, I would hope that that is something, a part of my brand. Um, that's what I would hope for, for yeah. sure. And back to the P.S. I can, me, maybe not you, but I can confirm that Zach is definitely <laughs> smarter <laughs> than Heath, okay? I, I can confirm that for you myself. I, well, I agree, but. I've never, been just, the, I've never been the one to, to act like I was some kind of smart person, that's for sure. I never. I you look good in a suit, though. Yeah. You look good in a hat. You like you the look, hat? Yeah, you look good in the hat. I mean, Man, I think incognito. I mean, being an A-list celebrity like you are. Oh right? yeah, Metroplex, like you <laughs> yeah. gotta kind of come in with yeah. a hood yeah. up, look, a hat down. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. sees him. Yeah, look like one of the Kardashians running around out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, it. Listen, paparazzi. I was getting off the elevator the other day at the office, and this person looked at me and goes, "How do I know you? Oh, is your wife Jenny and Chando? There you go. I'm not the celebrity here. I'm not the one people know. I'm like, I'm getting off the elevator, and I get. Hey, don't I know you? Your wife is, yes. Right. Yes, she is. That's not a bad place to be in either. No, I mean, no, look, not at hey, all. my wife's hot as hell. Hell yeah, I mean, I'm in. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Robert married up himself. Don't let, a, don't, don't let him fool okay you on job, it. for sure. Um, let me ask you this question, because it goes back to something that, uh, you know who Sarah Blakely is? Sarah Blakely created Spanx. Um, you probably don't even know what Spanx. I do know what Spanx are. Thank you very okay. much. My, out hey, my, I, I know, I know some males That's, that wear Spanx. Okay, yeah, not me. Not, I'm yeah. not wearing a Spanx. I'm telling you. So Spanx, she created, and she was asking thing. How did you know she was a copy machine salesman before she created Spanx? I kind of knew that. Door to door copy machines, 100 percent commission. I mean, this girl's tough, right? Can she, can and, she sell benefits? Yeah. Well, she's pretty much worth. Hundreds of millions. That's of dollars. okay. I don't think she may <laughs> start. Her, us out a she bit. may start her own benefits insurance. Just company. she needs some benefits, maybe. But she took her years to get Spanx going, and obviously was told it wasn't going to work. And she said that one time they asked, her, "What do you think it it? Why were you able to stick it out?" Everybody else talked about. We thought of that years ago, but she took action and made it work. Right. 
She said, when I was a kid, and sat around the table, our, my dad would ask us every night, what did we fail at today? That was one of those questions he kind of asked, right? What do you, and so I look at it like with this, I've been really trying to focus in on what are things I really want to do with my daughter. So like you as a, having kids at all kind of ages, you have those kind of like big failing stories as a parent and things that you kind of wish you would do, would have done more of or would do more of or that, and that you are proud of that you've done or maybe? Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. Time is valuable. Um, you know, he's been around since he was eight years old. And by the way, his parents are wonderful people. Um, so it's not like we had to adopt him or anything. She's got some. Um, Emmett's about to be 15. Um, Ava is eight and Aubrey is 11. And over the last five years, one of the things I realized was how fast that time moves. And you don't, you know, especially from a guy's perspective, like we talked about on the previous episode, a lot of times you don't really wrap your head around that until it's too late. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I try to push to my kids every single day, if I can't do anything else, is if you outwork everybody and you do it the right way, you're always going to be okay. You're going to win. Right. I always tell them, hey, you know, we've been blessed to be able to do the things we get to do. I don't put you on the way I put you on so you can go out and mess around and jack off and not do anything. I do it so that you can go out and chase your dreams. And that's what I want my kids to know that they, have to, that they can do, you know, and that's that's big to me. And I want to give everybody a heads up on something they can do. Being a parent or not, this, this book would relate to you. It's called The Psychology to Success by Carol S. Dweck. Here's why this is important. It talks about a fixed mindset and growth mindset. It talks about business. Uh, it talks about having this mindset in your business, in your personal life, as a parent, it has all these things. So it breaks it down into how you can use this growth mindset, fixed mindset when parenting and when being a spouse and in your business. It is absolutely phenomenal. I highly, highly encourage reading. This is one of my top five favorite books. Um, I highly encourage you trying to understand and get your head fully wrapped around fixed mindset versus the growth mindset and teaching it as a parent or not. I'll be reading it several, several times over and over. And I hope you all had a great new year. And I hope that you all sit down and doing your dream boards, your vision boards. I've talked about it in the past. My wife and I do our dream and vision boards. We have our new ones hanging up in the laundry room now. So create your dream boards, vision boards. Know where your spouse is and where they want to go so you can help encourage them. Be an encourager to your kids, to your spouse. Don't be the one directing their lives. Be an encourager. So, um Hey, let 2018 be the best you've ever had. Robert Halbert, they can find you where? At LinkedIn. It's Woo-hoo! not very difficult. That's it. That's all I got. He's man. got that long. Robert Halbert. And you can find me at <clears throat> Ignorance on Fire, at Heath Oaks, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those good things. And uh, maybe next time we'll see Zach in here to where he doesn't make Matt do all the work. I believe he will be back next time we're Yeah, we're that's in. just crap leaving you with all the work. We <laughs> love you guys. You all have a good one. Happy New Year.